Blog Talk Radio. Recruiting Animal here on February 4th, 2015. February. I wonder how many people say February instead of February. 4th, 2015. Today, my little talk. I start every show with a little talk. My little talk is called How to Get the Truth in interviews. How to get the truth in interviews. I got the idea from an article I read uh, by someone called Brain Pickings. She's got some kind of Slavic name I can't remember. Maria Popova, something like that. Anyway, here's the key idea. People only tell the truth when they don't have an automatic reply. In other words, there's a lot of situations in which people only tell the truth when they can't think of a lie. They might not want to tell you an outright lie. I'll give them that, but they prefer to offer a truth that has a bit of spin. So do you think interviews fall into that category? Of course they do. Of course they do. So what you have to do in an interview is ask the candidate questions that surprise them. And you have to be patient, says Brain Pickings, because if they can't regurgitate their rehearsed garbage, they're going to have to think of a reply, and that takes time. But it doesn't matter if an interview contains a lot of silence better three true answers than 20 glib ones glib means shallow for those less uh (laughs) for those less educated glib means shallow and i call the method shock and awe and here's an example a question that assumes the candidate of an error will usually stun them you don't have to ask them when was the last time you beat your wife that's not good for business but you can ask when was the last time you screwed up that'll do the trick No one has the guts to claim that she never screws up. Even career coaches teach you to tell people your faults, but they don't want you to offer serious mistakes. They don't want to tell you, you know, no real bad stuff. No career coach is going to tell you to say that. That's why you have to shock the candidate with something other than what's your greatest weakness, because she's been taught how to answer that but not something a little more blunt. You might want to set up the process. I'll take a step back. You might want to set up the process with this question. Have you ever been accused of an error you didn't make? Have you ever been accused of an error you didn't make? That'll put her off balance. Then you ask, you know why they hired you? Did you fulfill their expectations? Then what was your last screw-up? What was your last big goof? When was that big goof? And in case you think I'm being too negative, i got to tell you, I had a hiring manager as a client once, big company, who told me to ask every candidate this question. When was the last time your project went off the rails? And if they said never, he didn't want to see them. You know, people don't expect your questions to have much meaning, okay? They think... 
that your questions are just an opportunity for them to stay on message. Job hunting is sales and marketing. That's what people think today. That's what the career coaches are telling them. So you have to shock them into taking you seriously. That's my message. And let me say it again. In the modern world, even nobodies have spin masters. They're called career coaches and they're turning ordinary people into politicians. In other words, liars who know how to cover up the truth. So you want to ask people questions that put the fear of God into them, but do it in a way that no one can say is unprofessional, just like we do on Jerry Jerry. What show is this? The Recruiting Animal Welcome. You're welcome. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Animal. You know what? I might have a new feature on the show. It's called Jerry's Big Beef. Jerry's Big Beef. Now's your chance. I understand you have a new problem this week. You want to tell us a bit about it? Sure, sure. Um, One of my recruiters used a LinkedIn paid account. I'm not sure of the exact name of it. It seems like now there's like four or five different names of their little monthly subscriptions. But at the time, I wanted to cancel it. This was early December. It's on a, it was on a recurring bill, so, you know. Pep it up. Hey, don't tell the story. You want me to say long story short? Read, read the recruiter's uh, Facebook page. Is that what you want me to say? I, I went on there. Hey! I tried to figure out how to just go in there and cancel my account in December. I couldn't find a word about it. They they make it very mysterious. Finally, I found in the frequently asked questions area of the help center, it said, send a help message or whatever the hell they call it. Let us know you're canceling your account. And I did that. Well, the next month I noticed it's still on my American Express bill. I called American Express. I said, hey, I'm not paying that charge. So it was disputed. So they said, no problem, Mr. Albright. I got a letter yesterday that said, hey, Mr. Albright, LinkedIn says you did not cancel your account, and as such, you owe the $100, what have you. I got back with American Express last night, and I said, no way in hell I'm paying that $106. No way. And that's where it stands right now. Okay. You don't want LinkedIn taking food off your kid's table. I no way. Jerry. No way. And that is my big beef. Okay. Jerry's big beef for the day. We'll find out what happens next week. Okay. Yes. By, by the way, did you sign up 100 people for 100 people for that uh, survey like you said you would? No, you didn't. You I got didn't off track. Yeah, I got didn't off track. It. It's called trying to make a living going. instead of screwing around. What okay. was the survey even about? Okay. Who cares? It was about recruiting animal awards, and I'm going to give them give one out right now. All I just right, want to right. tell my, my guest, Freddie Painter, oh just hold your horses. I forgot to tell you I'm giving out an award. When I'm finished with the award, I'll get to you, okay? You're going to have plenty of time to talk. It's a long show. All I'm praying 
that you can be interesting enough for the whole thing, okay? So I'm going to give out first, before we get to Fred, another Recruiting Animal Award today. So far, I've given one out to Tim Sackett. I think I'm going to change his to Visionary of the Year because he's the only person who ever said that vulgar language will be used in some job ads to appeal to a certain class of candidates, and he was right. And I gave one to Jerry for Group of the Year on Facebook, and I gave one to Sandra McCart, uh, Writer of the Year. But I'm going to come up with something better than that, too. Today, I'm going to give a Recruiting Animal Award for 2014 to Lori Rudiman. Oh, who's on that? Lori Rudiman and the title... You know, somebody's listening to me on their speakers at the same time that they've called into the show. Don't do it! Okay? Lori Rudiman is winning an award for being the bad girl of HR yet again. Just yesterday, she had a posting about the top 100 influencer list, and her title was, What the F is This? What the F is This? Nasty. First of all... First of all, she says, I'll just read a few lines. There aren't 100 people in HR who are influencers. Nobody else has to get off of this show. Second thing she says, I don't want some company using my brand as part of their marketing strategy. And finally, she says, do I sound bitter? I am bitter because I'm being forced to congratulate my friends who think these lists mean something. Okay. I'm personally recruiting animal, not against those lists. I think it doesn't hurt Lori to have these other people hijack her brand for a little while. But I liked her posting because what you usually see are pats on the back, and she doesn't do that. Okay, last week, I got to say one more thing. She told Derek Zeller, a favorite on this show, that it wasn't be. Jerry, one second. I'll finish in a sec. It wasn't good to be so angry. But in my opinion, anger is her bread and butter. Yeah, and there's a need for that. You need people who can air everyone's grievances because not everyone is free to do it. And so by doing it, she keeps the other people sane, okay? She gets them uh, to let off some steam vicariously. Lori Rudiman, congratulations. My guest for today, Freddie Painter. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's going on, everybody? Freddie! You sound excited. Hey, Animal! (laughs) Great! I finally (laughs) made it to the Recruiting Animal Show! I made it Ah, to the show. It's amazing. This This is is the day that everybody gets to know me, Fred Painter, (laughs) at Learn to Recruit. Just call me Freddie. I like like Freddie Painter. That's funny. It's actually hilarious. It's not hilarious. Freddie's your name, okay? Yeah. There you go. Now, Fred suggested that we sing. Uh, what was the song, Fred? Oh, yeah, Taylor Swift, Shake It Off. Please, please, crank okay, it up. Let me, it up. Let I, I want to hear I, Jerry I, sing, too. I, got a, I, I don't uh, sing Taylor Swift unless I'm with my daughter. Ah, She's not here. There you go. Okay, are you ready, Fred? We're going to sing one, two, three. Yeah. And you're lucky. I got, I got uh, Taylor's going <laughs> to sing it with us, okay? Okay. One, right. two, three. When she starts, we start. Okay. 
hear you oh, say man. one word, Fred. I, I, it sounded so bad, I just heard static. You Holy are terrible. Cow. I'll play it again. I got two versions. I'll play the studio version. Are you ready? You better better right. sing. I'm not going to sing All this right. time. You're going to sing. All right, give it up. You can't throw any enthusiasm at the beginning of the show. How do you think you're going to keep my audience interested, okay? Oh, my God. I don't know. We'll see how this goes. Okay. It'll be very interesting. Introduce yourself. Tell us who you are in 30 seconds. Oh, thank you. I'm Fred Painter, and I own LearnHowToRecruit.com. I've been in the physician recruiting industry for 15 years. I've done, oh, maybe 250 physician full-time hires in the past five years. Um, I can't remember prior to that, to the first 10. I've lived and dodged in the trenches with recruiters every single day, bullets and guns, shooting every day. Um, let, me I found let, me, uh, let me introduce yeah. you. Uh, hold Go on. Ahead, Go ahead. His name is Fred Freddie Painter, P-A-Y-N-T-E-R. You know what? If you've got a name that's spelled like his, you should know yeah. enough to spell it out for people. His Twitter handle mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. Learn to Recruit. His URL, for some reason, is LearnHowToRecruit.com. Oh. It's a little different. He's a Mixed healthcare branding recruiter. There. Mixed what branding. I can see, he's a healthcare recruiter. Uh, yep. uh, you know, he's got hands-on experience, and now he's teaching people how to recruit, yep. and he's offering all kinds of deals if you phone him up and say animals sent you, okay? Even though I have no experience with him, I'm just going to talk to him for the first time on this show. Okay? Animal, are you endorsing his training methods? I said I have approach? no experience with it. Didn't I just say that, Jerry? Yeah, hey, you said that, but I, <laughs> you can still endorse it. Jerry, I hear you've got a beef about trainers. Do you want to tell Fred while he's here? No, no I'll say something later. You gutless. I'll tell you what I'm sick of. All but. these trainers talk about how to recruit, how to how to find people, how to get your brand out of None of these recruit none of these recruiters are talking about getting a customer. Tell me that that sucks. Who wants to hear about that? I want to hear about getting a new customer today. What can I do today to go get a new customer? Pick up the damn telephone and start talking. Yeah, and who how how are you gonna know who to call? How do you going to know who to call? Are you yeah. kidding me? You're not networked in the business. I'm asking you. you you're the trainer. Call? You're the trainer. Not me, Freddie. <laughs> well, in Come physician on, recruiting, it's extreme. No, 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 no problem. In physician, so in my world, in physician recruiting, yep. everyone's hiring doctors. Everyone's everyone's looking, and it doesn't matter. And in my specialty of hospital medicine and in emergency medicine, there is a dire shortage. It's not too tough to pick up the phone, call into a hospital medicine coordinator and or a contract medicine company and get a sale if you've got someone that's looking in that area. Okay, so in your industry, you just call around and collect job orders. A little little bit more difficult than that because you've got to deal with third party. You've got to deal with the in-house recruiting teams, the contract medicine teams, all those sorts of guys. Gary, this guy's on a stinky phone, isn't he? No, no, it's okay. It's okay. It's all right. Not for me. Don't you have a landline, yeah. Fred? No, not anymore. Gee whiz, gee whiz. Go ahead. Right. Okay, Jerry, did, did he answer your question? Or should we come back to it later? Kind of, yeah, call, just call around I mean, and get him. Industry call around and get him. That's what, that's what Jerry, I just I learned. Know, Jerry, I don't, hey, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know your industry. What is your industry, Jerry? What do you do? What do you IT. Do? IT. IT. Oh, shit. I mean, that's everywhere. Just look. Turn on the computer. No, IT. I like this. Here's what I learned today. Just go get you some job orders and fill them. 
Excellent. There you go. Where do I send my money? Where do I send my money? Hire me. Hey, animal. I'm gonna I'm gonna be back in about five minutes. I need to go take some ribs off the stove, put them in my pan, wrap them up, stick them in the oven at three fifty. Goodbye. Okay. So long. I'll be back, Freddie. Freddie, you, yeah, you know what? Back. You're going to have to come back to that question because you did a lousy job giving him an answer. How much okay. time? I'm going to I'm going to give you some lobs, okay? Because I think these sure. are interesting questions, but you don't have to sure, train sure. yourself. How much yeah, time do you spend reading the news every day? I spend about an hour a day reading the news. I go through. Uh, okay, and you I, don't consider yeah. that a waste of time that you'd be better off recruiting during that hour? No, nah, I get up around 5 o'clock in the morning. Who am I calling? Are you kidding? You get, I, I read the news every day. Okay, well, do you think every recruiter should spend time reading the news? Is it important? I think you should definitely. Yeah, you've got. Yeah, if you're a recruiter, you need to be looking. You need to be. You need to be looking at industry specific, you know, um, websites for yourself. Like for me, it's like uh, it's a uh, it's a Society of Hospital Medicine website, uh, physician recruiting, the ASPR stuff, industry specific stuff to you. It's not hard to aggregate a Google alerts for for uh, for your industry. That's easy. That, that's actually a piece of cake. Okay. Okay. And but how, take, much and, time, and how, much time, how much time? How much time? How much time? How much time should you be reading about, you know, uh, White House uh, foreign policy and, and how to deal with ISIS? You know what? You know what? You need you you probably. So I'm I'm I, you you actually come off like me politically, and it's it's good to know that it's good to know that stuff. You know, you're just you're just ignorant. If you don't, you I mean, people are going to be talking about that. That's something you need to know. So it's something you have in common with someone. If you know okay. that that guy was killed in that cage uh, on January 3rd, you should know that. I mean, it's, uh, that's just something you should know. And so, should you know? Should you know who won the Super Bowl? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Next question. Easy question. So, but but that's yeah. important, recruiters. People no, are you, always you, I mean, my God, you've got you've got to be a well-rounded person to do this job. If you just live in a little box, you've got nothing. You, you've got to have some personality. You've got to be able to talk about things, create conversations with people. You've got you, you've got to sit back and listen to people as well. You're crazy if you don't. You've got to know that stuff. Okay. Thank you. That's the answer I was looking mm-hmm. for. How much sure. sleep do you how much sleep do you get? Oh, people are always here's why. People are always saying, Don't waste your time. Be focused. Yeah. And I'm wondering, reading the news, is that is that, is it something that people <clears> should <throat> do away with? You gave us your answer. Next question. Yeah. How much sleep do you get a night? Because I Maybe, read Go ahead yeah. and tell us. Go ahead. No, sleep I get about six or seven hours, that's about it. Oh, you don't have any problem getting that, right? No. Uh uh-uh. okay. my my head hits the pillow, I'm done. Because apparently, uh, our good friend Blake Cannon wrote that if you don't get a good sleep, you're losing money because you can't operate the next day properly. Okay. So, I don't know. Sometimes I'm, I'm so cranked up on adrenaline. If I don't get any sleep, I do great. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. then I just crash later. What about so. employers? I got employer in trouble once for suggesting that hiring yeah. young parents is a bad move. I said it is a joke. Someone took it seriously and attacked me for it. But you know that yeah. might be true. You don't get enough sleep. True. I mean, that's I mean, that's natural. That comes with the territory. Read the manual before you have a freaking kid. I got two. I didn't sleep for two years. I know all about it. Are you kidding me? Why should anybody? See, why I should see. anybody hire someone who's sleep starved when you can hire an older person who's uh, getting you know their kids go to sleep? Now you have a valid point. I guess I'd hire the older person if I okay. if I knew they were getting any sleep. There you go. Okay. 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 I asked you a question. Do you see any difference sure. between male and female recruiters? I read an article, a long article, this morning about the differences between men and women in terms of confidence and the way they present themselves. So yeah. if that was true, what she said in this article, 
then right. there should be a, a huge difference between them. Do you see any difference between them? I think there's a lot. So I think female recruiters do great. That's primarily who I. That's primarily who I work with. It seems like. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what it is, Animal. Those they are very, very good at what they do. Maybe, maybe they listen better. Maybe they're a little bit more sensitive than they or or the, or the men in general. I don't know, but they they do an excellent job. Most of okay. my most of my contacts and companies are all are, are, are all female. Well, what title do they have? Uh, like vice president of recruiting, other recruiters. I don't know, all different titles. Now, Fred, we're coming yeah. to your chosen sure. questions. Sure. Okay, so sure. I got four okay. of them here. Don't tell me you okay. can't answer these. You sent okay. them to me. Sure. I want everyone okay. to know. You know why? Because <laughs> at the end of the show, they say, hey, Recruiting Animal asks crazy, stupid questions. I know they're going to yeah. say that after I ask you how much sleep you got at night. But these okay. are the questions he wanted to be asked. Number two, I'll choose that first. You said you want to okay. kill, you want to kill <laughs> millennial recruiters. Don't tell the uh, police he said that, okay? He might oh get, God. you know, uttered a death threat. He wants to kill millennial recruiters. How come? Millennials, millennials want it so easy and served up on a on a platter. They don't want to do any work. They don't want to pick up the phone. They just want to text. They just want to tweet. They just want to be on Facebook. They just want to be on LinkedIn all damn day long. It drives me insane. Come on, those guys are just coddled. Their parents coddled them. They're ridiculous. Come on, guys, pick up the phone, call somebody. Okay, so you've actually seen them in action, or you just oh, it's, it's the truth. What you're in, in the last company. And the last company I, I, I worked for, I, I was out at their headquarters out in Portland. And I, and I watched these young kids. They're like, I don't know, 23, 24, 21. I don't know. They're under 25 and under. No, I made a phone call. I was there all day. I don't know what the hell they were doing. It was crazy. I was like, what is this? Then what, did you tell, what did you tell those guys? I, you know what I did? I, no, I actually just stood up, put on my headset, talked really, really loud, and let them listen. What it sound, listen to what it should sound like. And they're like, oh, my God, that was great. I'm like, yeah, pick up the phone. It's not that hard. Just do it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Your next question or issue was some recruiting managers, I assume this means many recruiting managers or a significant yeah. minority of community, 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 recruiting okay. managers. I had to change your language. You meant sure, they're okay. worthless. There's a lot of worthless Correct. recruiting managers out there. Yeah, so in my experience, right, for <laughs> I, at, a, at a couple of companies I worked with, they've hired folks who had zero experience and brought them in. I don't know what they did. I don't know who they lied to, what they did. It was it was atrocious. They had zero industry, zero industry experience and thought you could just manage by a spreadsheet, red, yellow, and green. You've got to be kidding me. Come on. You can't just – it's crazy. You well, can't hold have on someone that – You know what? I yeah. let you dodge the question uh-huh. about male and female recruiters. You didn't tell me, hold on a sec, we'll come back to it, but I just want to point it out. You didn't say, this is why I think the women are good. They do this, the men do do that, which is not as good. You You didn't do it. You just gave a vague answer. I said, okay, fine, we'll move on. But this is your own question. You better tell us what these stupid recruiting managers should be doing that they're not doing. What does a good recruiting manager do that a dummy doesn't? I'll tell you that they should be helping out their dance. Can you team. talk That's, a little louder, yeah. or maybe it's me? Yeah, yeah. I, I, no, maybe they should be helping their team. They shouldn't just be sitting back and letting everyone fail. They've got to build up people for success. They've got to let things take time. You can't just have you, 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 you can't just put someone in there and and assume they're going to do do a good job just because their title says MBA. It's bullshit. No way. It doesn't work that way. They've no, got to have some, some relevant relevant experience in managing recruiters. They've got to know what to do. 
So hold on, is an MBA an, uh, an mm-hmm. advantage for a recruiter? Uh, no. Why not? I think that <laughs> I think that uh, I think that uh, that that's a that's a total that's a completely different uh, uh, certif you know it's a different degree different certification in recruiting. I I I guess it can help you land a job, but as far no, as actually you doing your job, I don't, the know. Business, don't you understand how a business works better when you've got an sure. MBA? Yeah, I don't, do. Don't you sound? Would like, you have an MBA? Do you have an MBA? No, no, heck no. Sometimes, it, sometimes I don't know. Some MBA grads are good. Some are terrible. I've I've worked with both. Okay. Tell me one thing that a good recruiting manager does that a a bad recruiting manager doesn't. Be concrete, okay? The name of the game in this show, if you read the instructions I sent Mm -hmm. you, is examples. I did. Examples. Examples. You haven't been given any, okay? A good recruiting manager. So one of the ones that I worked with, his name is Carl Simmons. Um, He's a mentor of mine. What he did that was so good was he actually listened to his – he actually listened to his team. He actually sat down with you and went through the processes with the company. He actually went through his processes with me as well, as far as as far as pretty much everything, as far as metrics, uh, making calls. Give me one example. Um, Give me a okay. real life example. Do I have to beg you? Do I have to beg? No, you don't. You have to, sorry. No, you don't have to beg me at all. <laughs> so, anyways, so so I'm getting so I'm getting so I'm getting there. Carl Carl would sit Carl would sit specifically sit down with me um, and, and, and go through. Um, he, he would listen to my calls. He would go through and listen to uh, the, the other teammates and, uh, and kind of provide really good feedback for us in the beginning. That was a long time ago. Um, he also would give us he, – he would also bring us on the road with him. I've been, out, I've, I've been out on the road with him I don't know how many times anymore. Um, and then actually kind of go through um, and uh, – and they kind of critique you after you were finished. So it was good. What does on the road mean? Look, this is a good training travel. for you. Well, okay. Sure. What a tra- travel. Thank you. It means give me a real story. He took me on the road. This is what that. This is what we did. We we went through a building and we knocked on every stranger's door and said, "Hey, we're yeah. headhunters. You want to work with us?" Is that what you did? I don't know. What were you musical professionals? It doesn't sound like it from the song you sang on the show today. What do you mean he took you on the road? Can you explain it? You know what? I got an audience. They're commenting on Twitter. Pretty soon, if okay. we continue like this, they won't be right. there. Okay? I got a show. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm back. Got the ribs oh, in the oven. Back or put oh, out ribs. There we go. How's the show going? What have I missed? Nothing. Okay, go ahead. Nothing? Nothing yet. It's almost the bottom of the hour here, people. I'm begging the guest to give one example, okay? Oh, not that again. Yeah. Have you role-played yet? Not yet. Okay. No, we're not getting... No, No, it's coming. Let's go on. Let's move on. That's a hard question for you. Will Thompson, our good friend, he says that you're full of crap. This is his word. I would never talk like that. He says you're full of crap if you think your online presence is going to make you money if you're a recruiter. Do you agree? No. No, I don't agree. Do you remember what I said two minutes ago? Example. <laughs> Carry Who elaborate. Don't just say no. <laughs> don't just say no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, I, 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 I think having an online presence definitely can help you make money because you got to brand yourself and get yourself out there like myself. You've got to do it. I mean, if you don't, you've got nothing. Um, 
but 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 uh but have I ever made any money actually physically recruiting off of Twitter or Facebook? No. It's been over the phone. Everything well, you've never that. made a placement from Twitter, is that right? No, no, God, no, never. Mm-hmm. Never on Facebook? Nope, never. Hey, I, Animal, I, I need to change my tune on that. I have. What? Tell your story, Jerry. Teach it's a quick good story. story. Uh, one of the okay. people that we know in our community here yeah. gave me a call and said, hey, you are most likely the best recruiter in this entire world. Will you recruit somebody for me? And I said, sure. Next thing you know, wham, bam, placement city. Wow, that's good. Yeah. So there well, you go. I, I have made a placement. Yes. You said, you're, you, said you made it on Twitter. Did you make it on Twitter? I, Twitter or Facebook? I don't know. From my, from my employer brand, I guess. I, you know, I don't okay, know where I am. you're talking about a different thing. Okay, so you, from your employment brand, from this Somebody show. Somebody, the guy called me. Yeah, okay. In fact, it might be from this very show this guy okay. called me. Well, and I'm not going to say I, who. I'm not going to say who. I believe it's not the first time that's happened, okay? And you, I believe okay. you're right. Okay, so from uh, for, back to Freddie. Freddie Payne is a recruit. So because you're a hospital yeah. recruiter, uh, you, haven't, you yeah. don't recruit from GitHub and Stack Overflow and stuff like that, nah. right? Nope. But do you nope. teach nah. that to your, 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 your uh, clients? Teach them... Sourcing, and, and, sourcing, yeah, sourcing from GitHub. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so in the physician recruiting world, oh, my God, yeah, sourcing is, yeah, there's definitely a, a sourcing component. Like, we use locumtenants.com. We use um, practice link, physician link. There's tons of them out there. Okay, uh, so you're you very specialized. On. Do, do, you only, oh, do, you yeah. only train, do you only train physician recruiters or other people as well? Um, you know what? Actually, I, I, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty good. You know, pretty much recruiting problems are pretty much across the board. Um, if you've got, you know, if somebody's got, they won't pick up the phone. Obviously, that can be coached up in, in any in any discipline. If I gave um, you, if, if I gave you, listen to me. Sure. If I gave you a non-physician job right now, could you go out and recruit? Yeah. For it? Totally, absolutely. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. I was yeah. reading an article by Bill Raden, famous Bill Raden, uh-huh. the other day, and yep. he says yep. that when he uh, gets an order, he gives his client an estimated time to fill. How reasonable is yeah. that? Especially if I gave you a job that you didn't know uh, <laughs> anything about yet. So, yeah. So you're, you're so you're saying a job I know nothing about whatsoever? Okay, let's well, take one. That, 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 I, I, let's take I, one you filled before. Can you give an okay. estimated time to fill? Sure. So yeah. So in physician recruiting, generally it takes me. I don't know. I, I can probably do it in ninety to hundred days. Done. Okay, and if I gave you something you weren't familiar with, you wouldn't venture an answer to that question, right? No, nah, nah, maybe about the same. You're just going to be kind of, you know, you've got to jump into it, apply the same processes. Okay. Just go okay. do it. There's a lot of people on the line. Anybody got a mm-hmm. question or a comment for Freddie Painter? P A Y N T E R. Yep. Go ahead. Is it really 100 days from finding the candidate to making the placement? That is a long process, man. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess so. I guess in physician recruiting, it's a little different because mm-hmm. they, you know, they have they have contracts. They have they they've, they've got to give ninety days. You know what I mean? They've got to give one hundred twenty days. Sometimes it's six months before you get that guy in there. That's real simple. That's one on one stuff. I did uh, CRAs, uh, you know, clinical research associates for six months, and I okay. had to leave it to go back to tech because the process was just it was just too long. 
I uh, I applaud you for being able to deal with sure. that. How long do you have to wait for your checks, man? That was oh my God, me. yeah. So you you don't get paid until they actually go to work, or 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 when they sign the dotted line, half then and half later. So hey, I've, yeah, I've, I've got a question. Got what sure. what does a typical doctor earn on a yearly basis? How how are they paid? Uh, they're, well, in hospital medicine, they're paid by the encounter, which is subsidized by the hospital. So a typical hospitalist, if you get admitted, if you get admitted to a U.S. hospital, and the next guy you see is probably pulling down two fifty minimum. Okay. Okay. Basic, Here's another basic question. Board certified in fairness. Here's a question yeah. for you. I heard it yesterday on Drive Through HR. I'm going to quote okay. the famous Tammy Colson. But, okay. you know, if I say something that's incorrect, she's welcome to correct me or her husband can come after me, okay? So Tammy Colson said that the relationship between an internal and an external recruiter is always mm-hmm. going to begin in conflict because the external yep. recruiter wants to speak directly to the hiring manager, not to the internal mm-hmm. recruiter. And the internal yeah. recruiter, the corporate recruiter, is afraid that if she uses a third-party recruiter, it's going to look bad on her, and so she kind of resents it. Do you agree that there's this fundamental conflict? And if so, hey, that's my first so, question. Yeah, so there's a giant chasm there. And so what, 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 so when I'm dealing with an in-house physician recruiter that, that reports to a vice president of physician recruiting, yeah, he or she's definitely scared to death using a third-party recruiter. But I brought along a couple of other things um, that, that I did on top of just recruiting. Like I would, I, I'd help them with their scheduling. I helped them with their billing, you know, like actually actually billing and coding. Um, I, I got pretty specialized with my other services that were that were like value added, and they're like, oh wow, that's pretty good. He'd become indispensable, and they liked it. And so they're like, well, we'll just keep calling Fred, and he just keep on his doctors. And then I always and then I would always screen my doctors. I have a very different methodology than anybody else when it comes to screening candidates. Mm. Um, I, it, it's very different. And so bear with me. Do so tell. I'll, so I'll explain. So. When, I, when you're talking to a doctor, it's very, very different than, than I think just about anybody else. And I call this the give, and I call this the give to get method. So I, I, I share, a, I share a very personal story with doctors, and I talk about the time my grandmother um, was admitted to the hospital. Um, this is in 2008. Uh, she was 95. She had pneumonia. She was had dementia. She was in really bad shape. And, uh, and I said to the to the ER doctor, she's going to be admitted. And she said, Yeah, she's going to be admitted. So I talked to the hospitalist, the next guy. I said, what are we really looking at here? Are we, are, are we going to get out of here alive, or what are we going to do? He said, probably not. I said, can you keep her alive for three days? He said, yeah. Well, yeah, definitely. And, uh, and I said, well, let's do it because my mom is out of the country, and I cannot get her until she comes back. So the doctor did it. Uh, he kept her alive. They got to say their peace to each other. My mom came back, and, uh, and, and then she passed away. So that's my personal story I share with doctors. Um, and then the doctors go, good grief, that's different. Uh, and then the doc- and I said to the doctors, why do you do what you do, doctor? Why do you do this job? And uh, I-, I had a doctor say one time in an interview in front of the CEO, all, all of the board, uh, she said, uh, this was probably the shortest interview I ever did. She said, I became a doctor because I watched my mother die of congestive heart failure. And if I knew what I knew now, I could have saved her life. And then you know what the CEO said right after that? We're- She's hired. We're done. I'm, I'm finished. And then I also, ask- I, also ask- I also ask doctors, how do you do this job? How do you do this when you when you when you when you meet someone, how do you how do you build how do you build that the simple rapport with the patient? What do you do? And, and they'll walk through that with you. They'll 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 tell you how it goes. And then I ask doctors, how are you? And then I say, then I really step it up and I go, well, how do you deal with palliative care? How do you tell someone they're going to die or have a negative outcome? And they walk you through that, and that's unbelievable. That is amazing. And they tell you that story. And then and then I jump into my very last thing, 
And then I say, well, what do you do outside at work? You know, this, we're talking heavy here. What do you do? You know, what, what you know, and I, I, I've hired everything from windsurfers to world travelers to cooks to you name it um, that, 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 that work professionally with doctors. So that's my process. I build a really nice missive. Okay, and when do you I ask them, what was the last mm-hmm. time you screwed up? You know, actually, you know what? They're, most of them, I would say 99% of them are very uh, upfront with that just because during the correction process with the hospital, it, it, it comes up. You, you can see if they, if they had a, you know, a, a malpractice lawsuit. And plus you always say to them, yeah, I mean, right after that, I mean, you're, you, you've got to say, you know, any, any, any blips on the record, and they'll say yes or no. And typically in the, in the U.S., if it's under $500,000, they can still get a job somewhere. If it's over that, it usually goes to risk management at a hospital or an insurance company. And they, you know what? I kind of like that yeah. line. So far, that's my big takeaway. Any blips but in the that. record. It's kind of subtle and to the point at the same yeah. time. There's the so, takeaway, yeah, so, kids. If you're waiting, yeah. 230, 12:36. <laughs> are there any blips in the record? Okay, but you know what? Taking that yeah. method, what if you're dealing with sure. a, dra- a drafts person or a project manager? Can those stories, uh, you, I, you no, know, so they think, probably get so, to yeah, save anybody's. To- you know, totally. No, you can, say, you can say to an engineer, why do you do this job? Why did you get into this? What did you do? And you're, obviously you, you, you must like engineering, so why the heck do you do it? You've got to share something. You've got to be a little bit authentic with the other person. And if you're not, I, I don't know what you're doing. You're just reading from a script. Good luck. You've got, uh, what you, you, have you a real come problem. up like your grandmother lives in a building that was designed by an engineer to be convenient <laughs> for older people? And, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I've got, I'm one of my best friends is an engineer. He had a propensity for his whole life. I have no idea. Okay, here's another thing that came up in that show yesterday. Story for stealing their stuff. But but she said, uh, I think uh, Tammy said, the value of a third-party recruiter to an Mm -hmm. internal recruiter is to spare her the time of building a network in a targeted professional community that she's not familiar Mm -hmm. with. Is that the primary uh, value? You know what? I would agree with that because when I used to sit in when I used to sit in corporate uh, physician recruiting, I would reach out to three or four or five different locum tenants or temporary physician placement agencies because I just didn't know I just didn't know it. I was like, help me out here. I gotta get something started and quick. So yeah, I did it all the time. I'm sure people do it all the time now. In in every discipline people do it. Jerry's right, breathing Jerry? heavy Jerry's breathing heavy. He means he's got a problem with what you're saying. No, you're bored, Jerry? Bored. I'm sorry, I'm bored. You got a mouth? No, I Actually, I'm sending a few emails back and forth with a customer that needs a uh, needs okay. a position filled by the end of the week. I'm used to sorry, you. sorry, I was distracted by industry and commerce. Anna. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Deduct that from your pay. This oh, week. just got an okay. email back from him. Okay, I'm going to do an ad. Okay, I'm going to take a second out, Fred. Jeremy Ames. Jeremy Ames was a recent guest on this show. He's an HR systems consultant. And he wants you to know that if you need an HR system, he can find and implement one that is totally suited to you. And you can find him at HiveTechHR.com. When I say Hive, that's in Beehive or in that kind of rash that you get and you have to scratch. HiveTechHR.com. His phone number is 508-533-1918. You know what? I did. T- I don't know where he is, but I Where's did two I did two ads last week. Where is five oh eight? I don't know, Jerry. Where is five? You should know. 
You run an ad for people. First of all, you got a guest on here that you won't endorse. You refuse to endorse. Now you're running uh, an ad okay. for somebody you don't even know where they are? Man, you're falling apart, dude. I got to tell you something. He didn't pay me to know where he is. And the other <laughs> guy I did an ad for last week, he told me not to do one this week. For free. See, who was that? Who doesn't want an ad this week? I won't say. Okay, listen to last week's show. Okay. Never. <laughs> learn to recruit. At Learn to Recruit. Yeah. Are you still there? Are you still there? Yeah. Does anybody want to ask him a question or criticize him or make a comment before God I go? Almighty. Anybody? Here we go. Anybody? No. Okay. And what's your what's your sweet spot as far as uh, the recruiter that you're typically working with? Um, is there a sweet specific uh, either um, experience level or industry that you found you've had pretty good traction with and, and have really helped them out? Yeah. You so, mean as a trainer so that, or as a recruiter? As a trainer. As okay. a trainer. So so as a trainer, you know, my space is physician recruiting. And then there's only two types of position recruiting, brand new and experienced. And I and personally, the experienced folks, I really like working with the most just because they, they, they've got some other insights and other ways of looking at things that maybe I do, but I may be able to nudge them in the right direction. So I, so I, I, I really like working with the, with the folks that have been at this a while. Mike, anything else? That's Michael Cox, by the way, the famous okay. Michael Cox. Mike, oh, yeah. Hey, Durbin. Uh, Mike, I Durbin, go ahead. Oh, I should know the noises in the background. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll, I'll mute it right afterwards. The um, physician recruitment is such a long yeah. sales cycle. Sure. How much are you doing in terms of marketing to these people and identifying them first? Concerning, mm-hmm. it's not like you, I mean, do you know ever, you know the population of doctors. You've got lists for all Correct. of them. How much of it is generating interest in them versus calling out? generating interest in the doctor getting them to call in versus calling out it's just so long uh, so you know you know i'll tell you what entices it's just like anybody else with doctors it's location and money it's like anybody else it's the same thing everywhere you go um but as far as them calling in god you've got to be darn good they've got to you know i i call it uh so i i i call it iphone recruiting once i recruit one doctor i kind of nudge my way into their iphone and then I start. Then they start sending me referrals. It makes a little bit. My, it makes my job a lot easier in that in that area that I'm working. God, I used to recruit up to, like I I know Northeast Arkansas like the back of my hand. Oh my God, no, I, I don't know. You know, I know all kinds of weird weird spots in this country as far as recruiting goes. And you just kind of work your way in there after you get into one of them. Mm-hmm. So. What does that mean? Okay, here's the people on the Twitter, they're begging you for some concrete information. Thank you, Jim. You can stay on. Don't worry about the noise. I'll get rid of you if I have to, okay? Okay. But, no, not you, Freddie. Jimmy. I think he's muted himself already. Okay, (laughs) but you said, I work my way into their iPhone. That sounds incredible. What do you mean by that? Tell a story. Don't be vague. No, no problem. So, so for example, I was working down in South Louisiana. It's a, it's a difficult market to work in. That's Acadiana. That's Cajun country. And, the, and all the doctors know each other. They all know each other. They all, they all kind of go to the same places. They all kind of do the same thing. It's kind of a big family down there. And you've got to break your way into that. And, the, and those doctors, you know, they all have iPhones. They all text each other. Um, so anyways, once you befriend one of them, they'll go, oh, call, call Bobby Bouchard. He's good. He'll send me, a, he'll send me his information. And then I'll and, and then I just and then I just call him up and I'm like, hey man, let's let's do this, Bobby. You know, Bobby, 
Doctor. So, in other words, what you're I saying. I like that. Hold on. Let me write that down. Uh, hey, man, let's do this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hold on. Did everybody get that? Hey, man, let's do this. Okay, this is being recorded. We South, can go in, back. In South Louisiana, anything goes. There's, there's no a, – HR doesn't exist down there. It's it's kind of funny. I love so, Machuca, baby. Yeah. You know that song? It's uh, a little bit more laid song? back down that, down that way. Oh, yeah. Okay. Very yeah. laid back. Yeah, okay, but it sounds like you just said you're, all you have to do then is is say, you know, who do you know, and they just the names roll out for you. You yeah. didn't have to, you didn't have to slide into those positions, uh, the referrals, right? You didn't have to struggle to get them. Right? Okay. Now going back to that talk about the internal recruiters, what's your pitch to this? Is, relates back to Jerry's. Uh, by the way, is Pauline Rogers on the line? I don't know what she's. Oh, I see her from on Twitter. Australia. Is she awake? Yeah. It's like the middle of the night there, or maybe the early morning. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so it's the so next day plus six hours, isn't it? I don't know. She's so welcome like, to speak uh, up if she wants. Anyway, okay. It's how six do you o'clock pitch? tomorrow afternoon there. How do you pitch an internal recruiter? I think you've got to talk their language. I've been an internal recruiter before. You've you've you've, you've got to go at them just like you used to do it. That's what I would do. Um, you, you, I mean, you identify their pain points. And you tell them, I have done this job. I can help you with this. I know you are done. Except the clear difference being, I, I, I know, you're still successful with it, and they failed yeah. and went belly yeah. up. And that, I said, the difference okay. between you and them is hey, you're still at hey, it. Hey. You're being successful. The other people that went internal, they, went internal. Uh, they, they failed. I went internal not because I failed. I you went failed. Because I was, I was 40, and it was time for stability. Every time Wall Street this has been the most the stable bed, thing I've ever seen uh, in my life. Six figures to five figures, not because of my work, but because Wall Street wasn't hiring. I didn't go because I failed. I went because of stability. Well, and lack of stability if, isn't that failure? You see my posts in your group, Jerry. I'm uh, just, I, come I, on, man, that's not fair. It's very fair. That's there my name. That that's my, that's my theme for 2015. It. Internal recruiters suck. <laughs> am I am I a bit over the top with it? I'm sorry. Well, that was, he said that was amazing. It, spies like us, we mock <laughs> what we don't understand. Okay, back to Freddie. Freddie Payne. Yeah. Can you walk me through? This is what Jerry was asking for before. Yeah, yeah. Walk me through kind of a, at least a one-sided role play. Tell me what words you use when you call up. Uh, a third-party recruiter in a hospital for business development. And i got to tell you, we've had people uh, from internal recruiters here, and they say, you know what, these stupid agency recruiters call us up. They say, you know, mumble out the same garbage line. uh, We ask them why we should hire them. They never have an answer. Their their websites are all full of the same stupid garbage. You know, Uh, you tell me. He's not a good example of this, Animal. Doctors, it's so easy to get doctor positions, it's hard to find doctors. <laughs> Placing doctors in rural areas is so high margin that, that nobody awesome. can do it. Total different yeah. world than the rest of it. Okay, Jim, thank you. Yeah. Uh, you know, Jim, Jim will answer that question and get me out of it for you. Thank you, Jim. Although I have to well, add there then, you should be aware okay. of Online Job Tour. Do you know him, uh, Fred, Online Job Tour? No. Go no. to take a look at that. Those are fantastic. Okay. It's a fantastic vehicle for hiring doctors in rural areas. In what ever happened to the, whatever happened to him? He's in business. He's doing. He's making more money. Is he still? He's making more. 
don't know if making, making more, more money than who. I mean, you're getting you're getting jobs from this show, okay? So you might be making more than him. Okay. I, I don't Fred. care about making money. I care about time off. Time off okay. though is very expensive. Fred, Freddie. Wow. Freddy. Fred. Yeah. Okay. Was that have too heavy, had, Fred? Nah. Have you ever had a Have you ever had a client take you on a wild goose chase by changing their job specs in midstream? Yeah, it's called money. Oh my God, totally. Yeah, you say so. I so here we go. So I so I was working a job down in Naples, Florida, looking for a doctor, and they said, Oh yeah, it's, it pays you know two fifty a year, blah blah blah, and then probably I, I don't know one month into it, oh it's two hundred fifteen thousand. Oh oh really? Oh great. <laughs> Screwed me. Yep, I've done that. It's but terrible. how do you deal? How do you deal with that? I mean, do you give them a, well, a document that they have to sign off on at the beginning of the search? These are the specs you gave me. Yeah, so a lot of times, a lot of times you go back and just renegotiate the entire contract. Sometimes you've got to go back and do that, or sometimes you just got to say, "No, I'm not going to do it. I don't want to do that. I can't do it. The market won't. The market won't take it. So I don't do it." Is there any way to avoid it? Is there any way to head it off? I think it's got to be all up front in writing, obviously. Okay, but let's say they just do it. I mean, you got it in writing, and they just say, you know. Some people are unreasonable. They'll do whatever. Oh, yeah, I wrote it down, but it's changed now. Like it or lump it, buddy. That's when I walk. I'm done. Okay. You no way. Dude, yeah, way. let's face yeah, it, way. animal. Let's face what? it, people. All of these things change. Stuff is constantly changing. Our job is to stay on top of what has changed. That's the key to success in recruiting. Come on, animal. What are you going to take some piece of paper back to your manager and say, hey, you said you were going to hire X, Y, and Z. Now you're telling me you want to hire somebody? No, you're not. You're hiring this guy that you signed this piece of paper on. Where? What world do you live in, dude? God. I'm shocked. Okay. By the way, Pauline is, Pauline is listening, but she didn't call in, okay? She's, she's trying to go back to sleep. And I guess if the show is not putting her to sleep, then we're doing something right, okay? Hey, wait, wait, wait. i got to be doing better than Dane or the guy from Relate. Am I or am I not? Nah, I don't know. According to Twitter, you're not, and I'm yeah. going to tell you why. Uh, I'm going to tell you uh, why. It's because, why. because you're not telling specific stories. You kind of got into one about with the Naples story and the 215. Yeah. But you didn't tell sure. us a way to solve the problem. You just said walk away from the guy and, you know, Jerry. Well, real quick, that's real quick interruption. Hey, Animal, yeah. our friend J.D. Slouch is listening. Oh, what a surprise. That's so exciting. It's an, it's, uh, that changes Friday. everything for me. I'm going to sit up straight. On Friday. He'll I'm say, up oh, straight. you know, I love you, but, you know, this is went wrong and that went wrong and – Anyway, you should have done yeah. this. Okay. Now, listen, Bill Raiden, and I know that J.D. Yeah. made money reading Bill Raiden's articles, okay? He oh, we all did, it, But he told me so himself. Bill Raiden says he doesn't submit resumes as a way to qualify or disqualify a candidate. I assume that means that he makes the presentation over the phone without sending in the resume. Then if they're interested... Then he sends in a resume. What do you think of that, Freddie? I, I've never heard of that before. Really. Yeah, so I, you're saying he calls the client before he sends the resume? He calls, makes a presentation over the phone. If they want, that's this fine. is what that's I'm right. assuming. Oh, oh, yeah, so, yeah. <clears throat> that's, nothing, that's nothing groundbreaking, that's, dude. That's nothing, that's nothing new. I mean, I, is it, yeah, I mean, does I, everybody do that? I mean, I, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes not. It depends. I mean, go with the flow, man. 
I got something for you. I'm going to send the resume, then I'll follow it up and we'll talk about it. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, you've got. I mean, if I've got a board certified, I mean, if I got a, a board pulmonologist who wants to go to Timbuktu, I'm going to call my client and tell him I've got somebody. It's on the yeah. way. And then call me back. Resume's on the way. Text him and tweet them. Okay. Yeah, Bill, Bill Raden picked that up in 1988. <laughs> <laughs> Which is cool because we all did. So uh, what's, what's the trick there? Freddie, do you leave voicemail when when you're yeah, calling? Yeah, definitely. Yep. You do. When you're, not to a person you know already. When you're trying to recruit somebody, you leave voicemail. Absolutely. Yeah, leave voicemail. What do you say on your voicemail? So if I'm recruiting a doctor... That, that's that's easy. Hey, you know, I mean, it's it's real. It's very very basic. This is Fred Painter with XYZ Company. I've got a job in Timbuktu. Here's the salary. Here's what we're looking at. I know you're in the area. I heard you're looking. I always do my homework before, and then leave them. How out. do you know he's looking? What do you ever call passive candidates? All the time. So you said I know you're looking. Imagine you're calling oh, someone oh, oh, who's yeah. never okay. heard of you. Excuse me. So if 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 I if I'm just cold calling a candidate about a job, yeah. So I, I base. I mean, it's just a script. I mean, you say this is Fred Payne with XYZ Company. I've been in the business for a long time. I've got this position here. Let's go. This is what this is what the pay is. This is I, I kind of go through three or four different bullet points about the job, and then leave my phone number, my email, and I'm done. That's it. Now that's it's radical. Pretty, pretty simple. Pretty that's easy. That's radical. There's lots of people yeah. here who would say they would never do that. Too much information wow. gives the person a right. chance to reject you. Without you wow. being there to handle their objections, what do you say to that? Wow, uh, I don't know. With, with doctors, it's a little bit different. They want to know the money up front. They want to know where it is. They they want to know. That's that that, that that's just that target audience. They they want to know before anything. And then uh, then and, and then I and then my my callback, I probably I've I've got about I've got about sixty percent callback rate after I leave somebody a message. Sixty percent. What if that. they don't call you back? Yeah. What do you do? And what what brought this to mind is Pauline's listening. Yeah. She doesn't leave sure. voicemail because she wow. says if you leave voicemail, they'll think you're stalking them, right? But you can call that's, them endlessly. That's so crazy. I mean, come on, that's so nutty. I mean, if I mean, if a doctor, if a doctor, you know, if if the doctor, the doctors eventually answer. They live on their telephones. They actually talk on the phone in that in that market, and that you know they'll answer. You just got to catch them at the right time. And they'll say, no, I don't want to do that. I'm, I'm fine where I'm at. Or, you know, it's, yeah, but it's you didn't good. say you wait so, to catch them out. I won't drag it out too much. Mind you, I know no, you're going to be keeping her up because you're calling her a nut in public. She can hear you in Australia, right? How's she going to get to sleep uh, after you said that? But I know she's right. a moneymaker, and she's got a different market than you, so maybe it's yeah. justified. But, look, you sure, said sure. you got to call them at the right time. No, you don't. Definitely. You just said you leave voicemail, which means you can call them any time and leave a message. Which is it? <laughs> It just depends if the doctor answers or not. And I'm not. I mean, they're going to either answer or they're not going to answer. But I know. But but I know when a doctor is going to answer before before seven a.m. or after seven p.m. Easy. Okay. Great. Okay. Um, yeah. Anybody else want to ask uh, Freddie a question? Or Freddie, is there anything we've missed that you know was we're nah, going to the home stretch? Uh, I've, I've been having fun. I know. I know. These guys always destroy me and the guest in the after show. Go ahead. I think this has been a good show. I think it's been lively. Uh, I think it's been fun. Now, you got a problem. I'm going to teach you a lesson I have to teach sure, everybody. Freddie's got a problem. Learn to give examples. Give concrete examples. Tell stories. That mentor of yours didn't tell you enough stories, okay? Yeah. You have to 
do that. You have to learn some stories, okay? Now, yeah, I've got a lot. It's just, yeah. Uh, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, do you, you have what? any hot what? nurses stories <laughs> or how they, you know, he's played married, in the interviewing married, process? He's married oh, to a doctor. Oh, my God. Okay, he's married to a doctor. He's married to a doctor. He's married uh, to a doctor. Hey, look, hey, that's fine with me, okay? That yeah. must be good for business. Yeah, that's cool with me. It must be good for I'm sure he's a very successful doctor. She can give you names. You know what? I got a beef oh, with she? Brad. Yeah. What's that? Not married to a Women man. can be doctors now? Uh, I'm assuming yeah. it's a woman. What the hell? <laughs> this, is this a joke? Uh, Jerry, get off the. You know, you know, go back to your uh, job, whatever you're doing <clears throat> there, eating salami sandwiches, okay? Uh, Listen, Freddy. All right. Yeah, I had, a que- I had a good question, and now it made me forget it. Oh, yeah, I was looking at some company you were with uh, a couple of years ago, and, you know, they had their marketing pamphlet online. First thing they say is a revolutionary approach to recruiting. Who buys into that crap? Nobody. Everybody's it's got a revolutionary party. approach. Why can't you write no. something better than that? Yeah. <laughs> I agree. You know, I, I don't know. You You guys know all the cliche stuff. It's relationships. It's being able to communicate, talk on the phone. You've got to, you've got to get in there and dig. You've got to go do it, Jerry. I know you're probably a baller, so you know you got to work. I mean, there's, there's, don't there's be no, afraid of Jerry. A, He's just got a big. I'm mouth. not. I'm not afraid of Jerry at all. <laughs> I, actually, you know, at, at first, at first, I didn't think I liked Jerry. Now I, I'm starting to warm up to Jerry. There you, you know, go. That's that's about yeah. the typical life People cycle are, of it. I, After a while, you'll hate Jerry. But yeah, that's, a couple, that's a couple of years from now, so let's enjoy it while yeah, we. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. You remind, yeah, I, I I picture myself being sounding like you in about ten years. So uh, whatever. Okay, you know sure I got a lot means, of but, uh... save from people who say you know the first time <laughs> I met the recruiting animal, I thought I heard him, and I thought he was a total asshole. You know what? I'm kind of getting to like him now, and he grows on you like a fungus. Okay, I've got a lot of those. <laughs> I saved them. Yeah. And I, I can to anybody. So that's not an insult. First they dislike you, then they like you. Okay, what are yeah. your parting words, Fred? And I'm, I, I've had a, a good time with you, but what do you want to say uh, to us? So, you know, so, so here's it. So in the end, my my company is, is there for other recruiters to help you guys make placements. You call me, we'll go through a scenario. Give an example, I'll give you a solution. We go through these things one-on-one together and make the stuff happen. It doesn't cost a bunch of money, Go to my website, learnhowtorecruit.com, and you can check it out and kind of see what we're all about. Learnhowtorecruit.com. Now, you and I have yep. to get off because we're going to Jerry's show. Freddie Painter, thank you! song please come to boston in the springtime there you go there you go alejandro what do you think about these trainers that seem like they pretty much just do what we do uh it's nice money if you can get it i was getting a hundred an hour to teach sales down in florida 40 hours a week no no i was bouncing back and forth between a few different places no but it wasn't 40 hours a week i wish (laughs) 
he seemed like a nice enough guy, though. You know, probably makes placements and, yeah, good, you know, good guy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure he knows his, you know, market. Yeah. I think that's the key. Just whatever your market is, just get in it, you know. Get it. Just root around in it. Know it. Do it. It's not that hard. It's really not. How's business for you, Alejandro? I cannot complain. I think, I mean, depending on how the math winds up working itself out, we just closed one that should be like a $140,000 placement fee. So, Jeez. That, that's a good thing. Sweetness. So, yeah. So what, what kind of people are a these? A nice man? chunk of change out these of that. These are the financial people? Uh, that one wasn't. I, I haven't done, yeah, I haven't done any financial stuff heavily uh, for the last several months. I've been doing all this education stuff. A lot of money in it. What do you mean education? Learning stuff. area. School superintendents and stuff? Uh, no, for-profit education. <laughs> so the company I'm supporting at the moment oh. has a pathways program into universities. What they do is they take students from, you know, Asia, let's say, or wherever. They bring them in here, teach them English, teach them culture. Then those kids matriculate as sophomores into the university proper. You know, stuff like that. Wow. Huh. That's interesting. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Been keeping me busy learning a lot about it. Awesome. Hey, who else is on the phone here? How's business with whoever else is on the phone? Hey, Jerry. Hey, greetings yeah. from Sydney. Hey. Hey. Is this <laughs> Pauline? Education's growth market here. Yes, like, it is. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, yeah how's it, it going down there? Very, oh, really good, but education's our growth market, I have to say. RTOs, uh, it's all good. Yeah, those guys are out there, too, the company I'm talking about. Uh, as a matter of fact, I just did their uh, IT director. I guess I did technology, but uh, I did their IT director, and their uh, their CIO is located in uh, Sydney, I believe. Really? Oh, really? Oh, okay. See? Send me it, his name. <laughs> it's a small world, isn't it? Hey, Pauline, what time is it there? Is it is it Thursday night, Thursday afternoon? Uh, no, it's Thursday morning, 5.02 a.m. Okay, now we know. Well, it's a bit early for you, isn't it? No, I usually get up at 5. I just got up a bit early and I thought I'd listen. But I almost went went back to sleep because it was not the best show, but... um, Kind of boring. I don't recruit doctors. I mean, it was really nothing new, you know? Well, look, it's not rocket science. We can't reinvent the wheel. We always hope there's something new, but there never is. Good point. Good point. Are you going to hassle Chuck today then on Facebook a little bit for us? <laughs> Would you please? Oh, listen, I tell you what. We almost, we listened to that show that he was on at work, and I had my recruiters lying on the floor laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Oh, look, it's just he's not a recruiter. He's never worked as a recruiter. Um, I don't know why he's in the group. I think animals should boot him out of the group. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't. You know, there's people float in and out of animals' group. He's he's very loose on who he lets in, which is okay, right, animal? I know he's listening. Yeah. No, I, I just think Chuck's a public nuisance to recruitment questions. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for calling. It was, it's it's nice to uh, nice to have some international action here on the on the after show. Hey, Pauline, it's Derek. Well, Derek. Hi. Hi, Derek. <laughs> How are you, Derek? 
very well. It's nice to nice to talk to you again. How's things yeah. there? <laughs> hey, so Derek, you have to come. Didn't you go to Australia, Derek? I oh, was. That's where I met Pauline. Absolutely, we had a we had a blast at Manta. <laughs> we did. <laughs> then you had to go, though. It could have been better. <laughs> yeah. What What did you do Next down there, time. Derek? What What was the mission of the trip? Uh, I was went down to um, Australia, New Zealand, to do a keynote speaking at a couple of events down there on recruiting and sourcing. Hmm. Pauline, but Pauline didn't need to go to it because she's that good. She is that good. How did What did you think of Derek's uh, keynote down there? Good, bad, what? Well, I didn't actually go to the show. I just went to the drinks. <laughs> See, that's yeah. a true. That's a true with, player with there. You, yeah, go to the conference for the drinks. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. I was too busy recruiting that day, but I caught up with Derek and Matt Charney afterwards, and it was fun. It was great to meet them. All right. Okay. Anybody else have anything to add about the show today? Um, any thoughts? Topics from around the around the globe on the recruiting uh, state of affairs. Anybody? Nobody. I mean, I'm I'm still trying to figure out what this what this sale, but his recruiting process. I mean, he didn't really talk about what he teaches or how he teaches. I didn't. I didn't. I mean, he just said he teaches. I didn't get that. Well, yeah. I mean, but it's it's call people and and you just say, hey, bud, let's do this. I imagine yeah. that's <laughs> which is cool. Which is convenient, I guess. (laughs) Very convenient. Right. (laughs) Well, I think that's a good example of how different all of these recruiting fields are in his doctors. Everybody needs to hire one. It's it's just a fact. So it's not that hard to to get the position uh, listed with you. I think the key is to find some uh, good candidates. You know, it's a candidate-driven market, and it probably has been forever. Well, reminds yeah, me of the so movie Doc really. Hollywood with uh, yeah. with uh, Michael uh, what's it, Michael J. Fox. J. Fox, yeah. Still, it's still going on. They haven't solved that problem, and there's big money in it. Yeah, that's I'm very too true. I'm too old to switch. Darn it. <laughs> so, Derek, you're out. Uh, you're somewhere else now. Where are you working? Microsoft. Yeah, how you like it? Love it, man. And you moved all the way out there. No, I'm working from a home office. Back east. Yeah, I'm still back east. I'm still in DC. Okay. Awesome. Very cool. Yeah, it's been really good. Just got uh, actually got promoted uh, to lead a team for all of government and PubSec for uh, IT and for cyber. Wow. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. I still need a bunch of C sharp developers in Fort Wayne. <laughs> we need him too. <laughs> I, uh, I've been chipping away at it, you know. I think uh, we've got our sixth guy starting Monday, I believe. So, oh, really? Man, I, Fort Wayne is not the easiest place to get people to come to work in. This is true. You know. Well, uh, glad you called in, man. Any, anybody else on the line with us here that wants to say hello to anybody? All right. Well, cool, everybody. That wraps it up. Pauline, glad you called. It was nice chatting with you. Nice to talk to you. I hope it's not too cold up there. No, it's uh, it was six degrees this morning. That's no big deal. We can handle it. Nah, Perfect hot tub and weather. Perfect. That's a hot tub here <laughs> without getting in the hot tub. 
<laughs> we all Not take care. Okay, guys. And uh, take it easy. Have a good week. Bye. See you next week, everyone. Bye.